Hello and welcome to this audio version of the Universal Prior Substack, where I write about all things related to brains, minds, and their possible uses. My name is Jan, and I'll be reading some of the posts that I publish. If you like what you hear, consider checking out the blog at universalprior.substack.com and subscribe to get a notification whenever a new post is released. And now, without further ado... The Greedy Doctor Problem What is the Greedy Doctor Problem? I came up with a neat little thought experiment. Quote, You are very rich and you want to make sure that you stay healthy. But you don't have any medical expertise and, therefore, you want to hire a medical professional to help you monitor your health and diagnose diseases. The medical professional is greedy, i.e. they want to charge you as much money as possible and they do not, per se, care about your health. They only care about your health as far as they can get money from you. How can you design a payment scheme for the medical professional so that you actually get the ideal treatment? End of quote. Over the last few weeks, I've been walking around and bugging people with this question to see what they come up with. Here, I want to share some of the things I learned in the process with you, as well as some potential answers. I don't think the question, as presented, is completely well-formed, so the first step to answering it is to clarify the setup and deconfusing the terms. Also, as is typical with thought experiments, I do not have a definite solution, and I invite you, right now, to try and come up with something yourself. Some background on the problem. The subtext for the thought experiment is, how should you act when interacting with someone smarter than yourself? What can you say or do when your interlocutor has thought of everything you might say and more? Should you trust someone's advice when you can't pinpoint their motivation? As a PhD student, I run into this problem around three or five times a week when interacting with colleagues or my advisor. After bugging a few people, I learned that, of course, I'm not the first person to think about this question. In economics and political science, the situation is known as the principal-agent problem and is defined as a conflict in priorities between a person or group and the representative authorized to act on their behalf. An agent may act in a way that is contrary to the best interests of the principal. This problem arises, for example, in the context of conflicts between corporate management and shareholders, clients and their lawyers, or elected officials and their voters. Well-trodden territory. With decades of literature from different academic fields, can we really expect to contribute anything original? I hope so, in particular, since all the previous research on the topic is constrained to realistic solutions and bakes in a lot of assumptions about how humans operate. That's not the spirit of this thought experiment. Do you want to think about whether sending the doctor in a rocket to Mars might help? Please do. Don't let yourself be constrained by practicalities. In this spirit, let us think about the problem from the perspective of interactions between abstract intelligent agents. Here, Vinge's principle is relevant. In domains complicated enough that perfect play is not possible, less intelligent agents will not be able to predict the exact moves made by more intelligent agents. The reasoning is simple. If you were able to predict the actions of a more intelligent agent exactly, you could execute the actions yourself and effectively act as least as intelligently as the more intelligent agent. A contradiction. In the greedy doctor thought experiment, I assume the doctor to be uniformly more knowledgeable than me, therefore Winge's principle applies. While this impossibility result is prima facie discouraging, it reveals a useful fact about the type of uncertainty involved. Both you and the doctor have access to the same facts and have the same amount of epistemic uncertainty. 
The difference in uncertainty between you and the doctor is instead due to differences in computational capacity. It is logical uncertainty. Logical uncertainty behaves fairly different from epistemic uncertainty. In particular, different mathematical tools are required to operate on it. But having said all that, I have not encountered any satisfying proposal for how to approach the problem, nor convincing arguments for why these approaches may fail. So let's think about it ourselves. Three approaches to handling greedy doctors. Here is how I think about the situation. Here's an illustration with three boxes, with a box representing an observation on the left-hand side, with an arrow pointing to the middle box, which contains uh, the doctor or the agent. And then this middle box is in a reciprocal relation with the third box on the right, the patient principle where the doctor gives a diagnosis to the patient and the patient gives a reward to the doctor. This is a slightly pathological Markov decision process. The observations come from a set of states S, which I model as a fair coin flip. Tails is the treatment and heads is healthy. Similarly, the diagnosis of the doctor comes from a set of actions A, where the doctor can either declare that the patient needs treatment, T, or is healthy, H. The payment of the patient to the doctor is the reward with a function phi that only depends on the diagnosis of the doctor, not on the actual observation. Finally, the strategy according to which the doctor diagnoses the patient is a policy pi, which assigns each possible diagnosis a probability given the observations. And here follows the exact same setup in mathematical equations. What does the setup buy us? Scenario one, just pay the doctor, damn it. This first approach appears silly after setting up all the mathematical apparatus, but I included it since I got the suggestion from one or two people. Why don't we just pay the doctor when they diagnose something? Phi of A is 1 if the action is treatment, and 0 if the action is healthy. In their defense, this is a very reasonable approach when we model the doctor as at least partially human. However, when we model the doctor as truly greedy, we observe very familiar failure mode. If you pay the doctor for every time they diagnose a disease, they will diagnose you with everything and take the money. And the treatment will not actually be good for you. I think this would be a bit like the following scenario. Quote, Albert? Yes, Dr. Jones, what is it? Dr. Jones, ah, oh, Albert, good, I finally reached you. Uh, did you not get my other calls? Albert, the previous 37 calls that went to voicemail where you get increasingly exasperated and say that I have to come and see you? Dr. Jones? Albert? Dr. Jones? Albert? I must have missed those. Dr. Jones, ah, I see. My apologies for the insistence, but I assure you I only have your best at heart. I had another look at the blood work. Albert? Dr. Jones? Albert? Dr. Jones? Albert? <sighs> what is it this time? Dr. Jones? Water allergy! Albert, don't be ri- Dr. Jones? Albert, dear boy, listen to me. Please listen to me. This is a matter of your life and death. Stay away from water in any way, shape or form. No swimming, bathing, showering or taking a stroll in the light drizzle. And come to my office as soon as possible. We have to commence treatment immediately. Immediately, do you understand? Your insurance is still... Albert? Dr. Jones? Albert? Dr. Jones? Albert? 
Yes, it is still Dr. Jones. Great news. Great. Okay, no more time to quiddle. I've sent you a taxi to pick you up in five. Wait outside. Albert, but it's raining. Dr. Jones hung up. End of quote. If you pay them whenever you are diagnosed as healthy, they will diagnose exactly that. A flat rate is independent of whether they diagnose anything and they will behave randomly. When you impose an objective metric like heart rate variability, they will good heart it. So that you don't just have to trust me that something like this is bound to happen in this setup, here is what happens when I train a reinforcement agent with Q-learning with the proposed reward function. And what follows is a graph that shows the reward as a function of epochs and the reward goes up to one perfect reward, um, but the fraction of correctly diagnosed cases stays at random chance level as a function of epochs. This is a classic case of outer alignment failure. The thing we wrote down does not actually capture the thing we care about. Try again. Scenario 2. Do the obvious thing. The second proposed solution is very commonsensical. Just ask for a second opinion and only pay the doctor when they come to the same conclusion. While this sounds clever, it falls into the same trap as before. When both doctors are greedy, they will coordinate and both always say that you are either healthy or that you need treatment. However, with a little twist we can get closer to a solution. Reward one doctor only if both doctors say that you're healthy. Reward the other doctor only if both doctors say that you require treatment. And here follows another illustration that um, depicts exactly this setup. This payment rules out scenarios where both doctors only diagnose whatever they get paid for. It also disincentivizes random behavior, since then each doctor will only get paid when both doctors coincidentally say whatever one doctor gets paid for, one quarter of the cases. The doctor can get twice the reward by cooperating and coordinating their diagnosis with the other doctor. The shared observation, whether you are truly healthy or require treatment, can serve as a useful shelling point for coordination between the doctors. Getting two reinforcement agents to reliably cooperate is hard enough to get you a paper in science. When I naively implement two Q learning agents with the depicted payment, they are uncooperative, either exclusively diagnosing H or T, forsaking the dominant strategy of cooperation. This mirrors the famous problem in game theory called the battle of the sexes. Here follows a figure with graphs, with one graph showing the reward as a function of epochs and the reward actually slightly decreases as a function of time, um, and then the fraction correct uh, stays flat at chance level. This is already getting way too complicated. I'm not trying to publish in science, I'm just trying to solve a problem. Since I expect that a more sophisticated reinforcement learning approach will get the agents to cooperate, I will make my life easier by just forcing the agents to cooperate. Once we force the doctors to cooperate, we find that the reward goes up, the fractions of treatment and healthy diagnosis are nice and balanced, and the correspondence with ground truth... Wait, what? Here follows a figure uh, showing that the reward as a function of epochs increases, but the fraction uh, of correct answers uh, is now split into two classes, either benevolent doctors or trolling doctors, uh, where the benevolent doctors increase up to one perfect performance and the trolling doctors goes down to almost 0% of correct uh, diagnoses. Ah, uh, of course, just because we picked nice suggestive labels for the observations, T and H, and the diagnosis, T and H, 
the agent don't care about that at all. In half of the cases, the doctors will cooperate by always diagnosing the opposite of what they observe. They still get paid, but the performance drops dramatically below the chance level. I call these doctors trolling doctors, even though there is no malice required, just negligence on part of the programmer. Well, perhaps it's not so bad. We might be able to fix it. Somebody who always lies is basically as useful as somebody who always tells the truth. We just have to do the exact opposite of what they recommend. And as long as there is some real-world consequence of the diagnosis of the doctor, we might be able to identify below chance performance by comparison with an agent that predicts a chance level. But the situation is worse than that. As long as the action policies of the two agents match, they will get maximum reward. The doctors could play tit-for-tat, where they alternate between both diagnoses, healthy and treatment, independent of what the coin flip says. I imagine the following scenario. Quote, a seedy bar with perdition thick in the air. A woman in a trench coat sits in a dimly lit corner smoking a cigar. A second woman in a trench coat collars up, enters the bar, casting her eyes across tables and seats, spotting the first woman and moving towards her with fortitude. Dr. Jones, Dr. Ferenza, glad you could make it. Dr. Ferenza, of course. Dr. Ferenza nervously licks her lips. Dr. F, I heard Mr. A was not amused regarding the recent discrepancies. Dr. J, discrepancies? The nerves of you. Dr. F, the man is clearly in perfect health. Dr. J, foreign accent syndrome is no laughing matter. He is speaking in tongues. Dr. F, the man is from Ireland. Dr. J, Dr. F, Dr. J, how about a truce? Dr. F, a truce? Dr. J, a truce. We both don't want to work. We both want to get paid. How about you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours? One for me, one for you. You catch my drift? End of quote. Clearly, we'd want to forbid any communication between the doctors. However, it appears that here we run into a very tricky problem. Even when we manage to stop any message transmitted between the doctors directly, they will still be able to infer the diagnosis of the other doctor from whether they got paid or not. If the doctors are sufficiently intelligent and willing to forsake payment for a while, they will be able to use this channel to transfer arbitrary messages in binary between each other. Or, if the doctors are sufficiently smart, they might even use fancy decision theory to coordinate without having to communicate at all. Just forcing the doctors to cooperate leaves too many doors open. We need something more adversarial. Scenario 3. Do the other obvious thing. The other most commonsensical answer that I heard a lot can be summarized in two words. Lawyer up. Instead of trusting in the goodwill of the doctor or letting them come up with a cozy cooperative deal, make them work for their money. The idea is simple. Get a detective to investigate what the doctor is doing. If it looks shady, don't pay the doctor. However, the word shady hides a lot of complexity here. Always diagnosing treatment is shady. Alternating between treatment and healthy is shady. But there are a lot more complex binary strings that look random, but don't correspond to the actual H and T strings. How can we tell if the doctor is being honest? Consider the following setup. Here is another illustration with four boxes. In the top left, we have the observation with an arrow pointing to the doctor or the agent. 
Below the doctor is the detective, and both the doctor and the detective feed into an exclusive ore box that feeds into the patient principal, the fourth box on the far right. And now the uh, patient principal is going to reward the doctor if the diagnosis of the doctor and the detective are different, and reward the detective if the diagnosis of the detective and the doctor is the same. The detective gets to see the past diagnoses of the doctor. My doctor is again a Q-learning agent, and my detective is an autoregressive model that tries to predict the next action of the doctor given the last 10 actions. In this setup, the agent learns pretty nicely. Here we've got another figure illustrating the reward that's flat over the epochs, um, but, but then the fraction of correctly diagnosed cases increases for the benevolent doctor and decreases for the trolling doctors. The highest reward that the doctor can now get is with random performance, reward equals one half, since every non-random pattern will be picked up by the detective. Since a Q-learning agent doesn't have a random number generator built in, the only solution is to harness the randomness of the observation. We also find that half of the doctors report the opposite of the observation, i.e. trolling doctors, but that's just something we'll have to live with. What do we do in the case of a more sophisticated doctor that might have a random number generator available? Running that generator would result in the same reward as forwarding the randomness from the observation. However, true randomness is really hard to get by, and computers usually use the routines that produce numbers that look random but aren't really. If the detective was an exact clone of the doctor, they would have access to the exact same random number generators as the doctor. Whatever routine the doctor uses to determine a seed for the generator, the detective would come up with the same routine. The only source of randomness that the doctor has access to but the detective doesn't is, by construction, the observation. Truth values and terminal diseases. This leaves us with one central conundrum. When is it appropriate to model reality as a flip of a coin? I'm not sure. I guess at this point the doctor analogy has served its usefulness and it makes sense to talk about advanced AI instead. The central question then translates into how can we incentivize an advanced AI that might be smarter than us to tell us truthfully about its inferences, even though those inferences completely fly over our heads and we have no way of verifying the truthfulness. As I've mentioned in the introduction, this is a scenario in which logical uncertainty applies. We are uncertain about the implications of any certain beliefs. An example of this might be asking the AI whether a certain strategy will have a net positive or a net negative impact on a certain measure we care about. Even if we have access to the same information as the AI, we might still be substantially more uncertain about the impact. This additional uncertainty stems from the lack of logical omniscience. We cannot reason through the implications of the available information completely. An AI might do so a lot more successfully and thus be less uncertain about the impact. The proposed solution, a doctor-detective tandem, shares certain features of the logical induction paradigm from Garabrand et al. Like Garabrand's traders that attempt to predict the market price of certain logical propositions, our detective attempts to predict the diagnosis of the doctor. Like the stable market fixed point at which no trader can extract unlimited resources from the market, the fixed point of our doctor-detective tandem is achieved when the doctor's diagnosis cannot be predicted by the detective. Perhaps with some more wiggling, we can turn the tandem into a full logical inductor, along with all the nice properties that follow. 
I'm sure there are many things that are missing to make the parallels complete, but I already had too much fun thinking about this. So I'm putting it out there to hear if anyone has more thoughts about this. This was an audio version of the Universal Prior Substack. If you enjoyed listening, consider subscribing to the newsletter to get a notification about a new post straight to your inbox. And with this, until next time.